and we are starting off Monday afternoon here on the muster with Jamie King farming at Lake Hiroko in the Sergeant Dan Farming Roundup. Thanks, of course, to Daryl and the team at Sergeant Dan Stock Fees right here in Gore. Jamie, good afternoon. How's things? Good day, Andy. Good, mate. Good, good. Sun's out, so uh, keep ticking away, getting things done. It's a case of Groundhog Day, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, mate. She's uh, one day after the other, so, mate, just uh, still wrapping up a bit of hay, Andy, and... Um yeah, just going to the motions, just taking jobs off. It's quite nice and quite efficient getting stuff done. We uh, can't complain about the weather. Well, we probably can if you're that way inclined with the dry. But uh, other than that, it's um, bloody nice to have a summer when we've got to you know, have a summer. Because you guys have held on pretty good over there, uh, Western Southland. How are you looking at the moment? Yeah, we're pretty good, Any of the, the heavy saw, the flats all jigging away, just trying to keep covers as much as we can because you just don't know how long we're going to sort of be looking for. Some, um, yeah, tidying paddocks up, probably right up until, you know, 10 days ago, we were still sort of flouting around, getting a few store lambs on, and um, but now we've sort of put the brakes on and we'll just ride out what we've got and um, just make up as we go. Lambs doing okay? I mean, they've been doing all right in a lot of places, having a lot of sun on their backs, obviously, but, yeah, just got to have the tucker for them. Uh, yeah, no, they, they're moving really well, Andy. Just, um, it's just, it's a bit, uh, just not getting paid for them, mate. And that's really tough to handle. Yeah, you're talking about meat schedules. Um, quite a variance depending on who you're with. Uh, loyalty plans and everything come into it as well. And some meat schedules, if we're perfectly honest, they're a lot more harder to understand than others. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, um, yeah, there's going to be some heated discussions had hopefully in the next uh, week or 10 days because there's a, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's all over the place and, and uh, it's it's tough. Everything's been a bit tough on the sheep front this year, Andy. You know, even yeah, we need to get the wool off some more, but that's a horrible cost. Um, we're not getting that at the other end, so it's just a matter of trying to get them going as fast as we can to avoid sharing them. Um, as well, there's probably a kilo or more in them not doing that. Um, and then, yeah, the different meat companies, there's uh, quite a bit of discrepancy and a difference in schedules. There's um, some that are a lot further behind than uh, possibly I'd like to see, Andy. So, hmm. Why do you think that is, though? How is there such a discrepancy between the whole, well, all of them, basically, I suppose? Oh, I don't know. You talk to the Mandy and the lot talking to Jacinda Ardern, we just deny and deflect, don't we, and blame the dollar and we blame this and we blame that, and there seems to be an answer for everything. But um, I don't know. I think it's New Zealand in general, mate. I mean, talk to a few guys in Aussie from time to time and even in uh, Canada, and we just seem to be on the hind foot now. I don't know if it's a... Backlash from uh, the the COVID or what it is, but we just we're just battling. Everything's hard work this season for some reason. Do you think the concern regarding the meat schedule is you know they've they've come out and been transparent and said regarding the situation overseas with inflation, everything else, a lot of pork flooded the market earlier on in the bit. Um, they've been they've been upfront about that though from that side of things. But you're just talking about the price that farmers are receiving at this end of the way the schedule, there doesn't seem to be a lot of discrepancy about it? Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, um, 100%. It's, it's obviously moving that, but it's just the, the differences in a, in a small country across all the meat companies. It's, um, yeah, just a little bit hard to get your head around. Um, but like you say, yeah, there is transparency there, but oh, I don't know. I don't know. And North Island's schedule as well, and they come out and say, well, you're supplying a bigger market. That was pretty much the rationale they gave behind that too, wasn't it, though? So as far as the South Island, whether we like it or not, and we don't like it, but what can you do? Oh, exactly. It's, 
age-old argument that's been happening for years, hasn't it? And it'll probably keep happening. But um, I suppose we're just probably feeling the brunt of it more so this year, just with the uh, inflation costs, the rise and everything, fuel for you know all those all those staples that that we need to uh, use to operate. Well, based on the returns this year, are you thinking, you know, in the long term, what do I need to do to diversify on business to make a bit more money? Is that actually coming into your thinking now, Jamie? Oh, big time, Andy. And I've already started down that track, mate. I've got 30 hectares of barley and the cereal that's probably looking really good. It's only two or three weeks straight from being heading and just looking at some arable sort of options. Um, I, long term, I don't know how that's going to go. Just currently in this weather system we're in with the... Uh, um, La Nina, it's working really well. These hot, dry summers that's coming on. Um, but yeah, just we've got eggs in every basket as far as the red meat sector's concerned. But it's just to uh, yeah, diversify and, and keep the bills being paid, Andy. And I suppose it's a concern coming from somebody like yourself. You're quite a substantial sheep beef operator. Looking at other ways of bringing in income, it, it's concerning too. If you guys are looking at doing that. Um, yeah, and like, oh, you know, we've, we've all got mortgages, Andy, some of us more than others, and bits and pieces, so it's all just trying to survive, and, you know, we've got challenges of kids going to boarding schools and things like that, and um, so, yeah, but you've got to keep, try and keep ahead of the game as much as we possibly can, um, it just seems to be a bit harder this season, but we'll just, yeah, <laughs> we're a resilient bunch, Andy, we'll uh, rub ourselves on the shoulders and uh, say next year we get her. That's it, glass half full. Hey, just another point as well. Just talking to Morgan Green from NSFETS on Friday, the situation regarding fly strike has been dire in a lot of areas, for want of a better word. Um, how's it looking over there too? Because you're hearing stories of a guy getting nailed just a couple of weeks off shares. Yeah, well, we're, we're rotting that, right that glass, Andy. We touched on there before. Um, yeah, he's only fortnight out of the shares, and uh, Scotty's had them through and given them a dip. Um, Woolly lambs tend to be hanging on pretty just fine. We haven't got too much of an issue there. It's just um, that they're small. Like these girls have, you know, barely, barely get out of the shears and barely got a cover back on them. And uh, yeah, now we're getting attacked. But uh, our location's got a bit to do with that too, Andy. We're surrounded by natives and uh, plenty of biodiversity areas for the creepy coolies to live in and what have you. So you just, um, like I say, it's always on their radar. So you just sort of make it up as you go. It's crazy how it works, though, isn't it? Like, if your woolly lambs are holding on okay as far as the fly situation, but your girls that are just off the shears are getting nailed, it kind of makes zero logic, you think about it. Oh, 100%. And I think if you could try talking to the fly, too, and he wouldn't have a clue either. But, <laughs> you know, like, you, you just uh, make it up as you go, don't you? He'd probably tell you to buzz off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be looking for another snack. Pretty much. Um, just the rest of the week, mate. How are things looking? What's happening? Um, yeah, just, it looks like a bit of rain on the forecast, and um, yeah, just uh, a few stags to go out this week, and uh, keep a couple you know, loads of stock heading away. Um, yeah, and just look, keep in mind, um, big shout out to those boys up country that have been uh, puzzled by that cyclone. You know, that's uh, we think we've got things to complain about, but we haven't even got a fart in the wind to be fair, Andy. Like the um, mother nature's cruel sometimes, so. Um, yeah, I've chucked a couple of unit loads of feed that way. Um, just the issue being there is logistics. We're at the wrong end of the country. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, no, other than that, we're going pretty good. And just, uh, yeah, a little a couple of inches of rain wouldn't go astray. And um, crops are all looking as good as they can be. And, yeah, onwards numbers, mate. Good on you, Jamie. We always appreciate your time on the muster. Hey, spot on. Thanks very much, Andy. Jamie King out of Lake Hiroko and the Sergeant Dan Farmer Roundup every Monday. Uh, talking about the North Island, we're going to talk about that next with Federated Farmers President for Otago, Mark Patterson. Yeah.